0: Hello everybody, and thank you for being here. I also want to thank you for listening to my music on YouTube and Spotify. It really is very encouraging and helpful to know that people listen and leave comments. Um, so I would like to ask you to continue doing that and also to share my videos and my music. Today I want to talk about a topic that I think affects all of us to some extent, and that is nerves when we play what do we do when we get so nervous? And I think for me, one of the most important things that I heard, it was when I was in grad school, someone said to me, it is absolutely useless to tell someone not to be nervous. It doesn't serve any purpose other than usually making the person more nervous. What then, if, if you can't prevent being nervous, what do you do? And I think too, a part of that question is, Do you really want to prevent being nervous? Being nervous has a way of heightening your senses, heightening your alertness, giving you a bit more energy than you might have otherwise. So the question I think also could be, is it a bad thing to be nervous? Um, I think the issue comes in when the nervousness or focusing on the tension or the anxiety or anxiousness inhibits our playing when it interferes with our playing. And then the nerves, I think, are a problem. So what do we do about that? One of the most helpful things that I did, um, again, it was when I was in grad school, I attended a master class specifically on performing with nerves. And there was something about the title of that master class that really appealed to me. It didn't say how to not be nervous, it didn't say how to stop the nerves from coming, or how to prevent being nervous, it was how to perform with the nerves, and I thought that was a much more practical and helpful solution than saying, oh, you're so prepared, you've rehearsed and you've rehearsed, and there's no need to be nervous, or um, I know some people Suggest this, and maybe it helps them. You know, picture the audience in their underwear. That never really helped me at all. Um, there's lots of little um, things that people tell you. I think intending to be helpful, but really they're they're not. And I think it's important to acknowledge that the nervousness is normal. It's natural. If you talk to an athlete before they play in a big event or a big game. Are they nervous? Will they say they're nervous? Oh yes, they are because it's important and a performance is important to you. So naturally the nerves are there because of that. So rather than fight against a perfectly normal occurrence, what if we learned how to work with the perfectly normal occurrence? So let's give some examples. Um, What are some of the things that happens when you become nervous? Well, one of the most obvious is your heart rate increases. Um, Sometimes your hands shake. Sometimes your legs shake. Um, In my case, my upper arms feel like rubber, like I can't control them. Um, So what do we do with, with those things? I think sometimes it's good to do what I call preparing for the unexpected or even the expected. Okay, so when you perform, before you go on stage or before you go into the, into the venue, your heart rate increases. So before you even get to that point, before you even get to the venue, you know that your heart rate is going to increase. So incorporate that into your practice session. How do I do that? Run up and down a couple flights of stairs, jog in place, do something to get your heart rate up. To sort of mimic the same sort of reaction you get when you're nervous and then when you sit down to practice calm yourself take some deep breaths so in your practicing you are mimicking and experiencing what you would experience in a performance your heart rate increases so get that heart rate up when you're practicing and learn how to deal with it. Learn what you can do to make the heart rate go down just a bit. That really helped me a, a lot. Uh, okay, your your hands shake. What what do you do about that? Well, do something that will make your hands shake. I can remember one summer when I was preparing for my graduate recital, I actually went out and mowed the lawn because the lawnmower made my handshake. shake. And then I would come in and sit down and run through my pieces, and I would learn then what was effective to make my hands stop shaking, what was effective to to calm myself, what sort of actions can I do to settle that down. But also when you do that, when um, when, when you practice having an increased heart rate, or you practice having shaky hands, when it occurs in the performance, It's not a new experience. It's not something that makes you go, oh, no, I've got to calm down. I've got to stop this. I've got to. And that tends to make you panic even more. So when you rehearse with it, it it gives you the idea that this is not anything new. This is what I've done before. Um, Another thing people talk about is um, distractions. When you're nervous or you have a heightened awareness, things that normally wouldn't bother you can. Somebody whispering in the audience, uh, someone laughing, an unexpected noise. Well, that's where you can call on a friend for help, tell them that you're going to have a practice session, and ask them to call you on the phone, but you don't know when, or ask them to come and knock on your door, but not to tell you when, just so you can learn how to work through those unexpected noises. Practice those things then when they happen in the performance, and usually something like that will happen, then it's not such a surprise. It's not such a jolt. And the other thing people say, well, I get so nervous, I'm going to make a mistake. Well, yeah, welcome to the club. Everybody makes mistakes. I don't care how well prepared you are. At some point in some performance, there's going to be a mistake. The one thing, again, something that I heard that I found to be so very helpful about that was... Making mistakes doesn't mean that you're not a good musician. It's what you do with those mistakes. And so that's another thing that I do in my practice sessions sometimes. And and it's a little bit difficult. But even in practicing, you're, you're going to make mistakes. And the instinct is to stop and correct the problem. And that's a good thing to do. You should do that. You should correct the problem. But if the mistake happens again, you have to learn how to be able to play through it, how to make it sound as though it's a natural part of the, mu- of the music. So practicing a mistake is just as important as practicing the music itself another little anecdote about that my older son when he was in junior high was practicing for an isma solo a contest and you have to prepare a piece and play it before a judge and then they rate you on on how well you've done and there was a, a spot that he kept miscounting and we worked and worked on it and finally he, he got it right but I said to him I said you know when the nerves kick in It's possible that you may miss that counting again so let's practice it with you missing the counting so that you'll know what to do if that happens and so we did we rehearsed what to do if he messed up that counting it was in a repeated section so the first time when he played it at the at the contest yes he miscounted but he had practiced what to do and so we were able to do it and then on the repeat He was able then to count it correctly and do it and do it properly. But I think the important thing is that we practiced it. I think that sometimes that's something we forget to do. We're so focused on getting the notes right or playing it the way we want that we don't look at the opportunities to perfect the playing when an accident or a mistake happens. Make it musical, make it part of the piece, learn how to continue on learning how not to let it throw you. And that's where in my last podcast, I was talking about um, playing for farmer's markets and playing at the lodge and they're very non-threatening places to play. It's a very good uh, practice to have. Find a place where there are people, where you will be playing in public, but is not such a focused, um, such a focused event where you're more of a background. Just it just helps you get used to playing in public. It helps you learn how to get through the mistakes. It helps you learn how to get through distractions, and it helps you learn how to control your breathing and your heart rate and such before you even begin. I hope this was helpful to you. Um, I know when I had the master class on this, I was just so finally just so happy that someone at last acknowledged that nervousness usually is a part of a musician's life when they perform and that you shouldn't try and fight that, but that you can work with it, use the energy, use the focus. Thanks for listening. I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas holiday season and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.